but to the potential buyer, it does matter. It does matter how, you know, where the shirts, where the clothing comes from, how it's made, uh, who's making it. Um, all these things will help you create better product descriptions. Hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owner Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. Driving traffic is step one, but without great product descriptions, all you're going to get is a ton of visits with no conversions. In this episode, we're going to be breaking down the do's and don'ts with product descriptions and how you can sell more online. You're going to get these three things and more out of this episode. Number one, how product descriptions actually drive sales. Number two, the elements of a product description that converts. And number three, what combination of elements along with product descriptions will keep your customers coming back for more every single time all that and more guys let's get into it all right hey guys thanks for tuning into another episode we have something very exciting for you um my name is aaron and uh, the guy across from me that you cannot see right now is uh christian hey christian good thing they can't see you right now huh yep that's right they can't see me but they can hear me <laughs> that is true he was making some kind of jaw movement i don't know um we also, um, we'll, we may get back to, uh, <laughs> you were, you're opening up your jaw doing something. I don't know. He was pretending to be a shark maybe. Nope. Uh, Not me. But we may go back to videos eventually because we do video interviews and I think that may be uh, interesting to see. But Christian's background and then my background is like a whole bunch of just sound panels and just, it's all over the place. Um, so I'm just staring at him and a boat and a whole bunch of sound panels of what's going on. Uh but this episode is uh, is an exciting one. I think that it's often overlooked because when we audit websites, when we look at companies, we look at closing stores, anything like that, we are looking at the details and people often say like, hey, I send a bunch of people to my site. Why are they not converting? And there's a couple of reasons why they wouldn't convert. But one of them, uh, one of the major reasons is that they don't have good product descriptions. And so uh, today, excited to talk about that and um, really what all that entails. So maybe you can explain a little bit more, like how do product descriptions drive more sales? Let's just answer that question very quickly, uh, Christian. Uh, yes. Uh, let me raise my hand. Yep. So how do product descriptions yeah. <laughs> uh, drive more sales? Well, I mean, product descriptions is sort of marketing right you're still marketing your product uh, you're marketing your product when when you do the photography um when when you actually post it on your website but uh that product description is is just another again another touch point another another way that you can uh, sort of display the the benefits um the the materials the 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 compelling features of of why they should buy this product right um and we see this being overlooked a lot right but a picture, you know, they say a picture tells, what is it? A thousand words. A thousand words or something. Yeah. Well, that's not true. Uh, I mean, it's true in a sense, right, where, where people can see different things. But by looking at a picture, I can't know what the product is made out of, you know, how to take care of it. Um, it are there any benefits? Is it elastic a little bit on the waist so I can, you know, maybe fit a little bit better in it? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know the size that the model is wearing. There's a lot of missing information from just having a product image or even a video. Um, and that's why product descriptions are, are 
very, very important. And a well-crafted product description should move buyers um, through uh, a, a you know buying process of, of adding that to to the cart because that's something that they want and need. Yeah, and I think that it's it's one thing to mention the things that you're talking about, right? So the 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 product information, right? The nylon, the strings, whatever else, but like to take it to that next level. For me, anyway, it's more of a like practical use. I think that uh, most of the people that we talk to uh, who own clothing stores are experts in their field and assume that those who are buying the products know what to wear or pair it with as well. So they don't use any adjectives to describe it. They're just like, hey, here's this black t-shirt and here is, you know, these there here are these pants versus, you know, wear this black t-shirt to work or to a party or whatever else. You can dress it up, you can dress it down. Um, there's none of that, which I think is missing for the product descriptions as well. So it doesn't help, um, appeal to the buyer. It doesn't have, um, you know, it doesn't really, I guess, push people over the edge. Um, I do want to talk before we go into like what makes a good product description and like, and what you can use. I uh, was talking about a little bit there, but, um, Christian didn't mention a picture, right? Telling a thousand words. I think it, the picture gets us to like maybe 900. And then the, the difference between a, a good site and a great site is the product description. So, um, you didn't ask for it in this episode, but I do want to give it to you, which is, uh, what we suggest for uh, a good like product, a good product anyway, is that you do have like a front-facing product. You have uh, the back of the product, maybe a detailed shot, a lifestyle photo. Uh, we do look for those things as well. Uh, I think that you know without a good product description, without those things uh, is missing as well. It's kind of like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. You gotta have the jelly, um, even if you like peanut butter more. But uh, we did create, and actually Christian created, and Franklin worked on this as well. Uh, we created a lookbook that just basically walks through exactly how to take really good photography and how you should do it, how you should do it for an iPhone, what kind of equipment you need or anything like that. So if you're interested in it, you can just send us a, a DM over on Instagram and just shoot us an, a DM that says lookbook, and we'll know what you mean. Send you over a link, and you can check that out and just download this, uh, this slideshow that will get you to the great photography and then finish listening to this episode where we're talking about like how to make a good product description, which we may eventually add to the lookbook as well. But uh, I, I did want to mention that because the product description is extremely important, but it's kind of like the cherry on top. And without the other stuff, um, it makes the product description, you know, kind of null and void at that point. So, mm -hmm. all right. So that being said, what are some good put some good guidelines, I guess, for a product description. Like how would somebody know if they're like on the right path? Like what are they looking for? What was the need to be in there to make it a good product description? I, mean, I think the, in the most simplest terms, one of the easiest ways that you can come up with product descriptions, I, I guess, and more so literally you're just describing the product, right? Um, how to use it and different things like that. Um, not necessarily the technicalities of it, but just that that little paragraph where you're talking about the actual product. I think the easiest way to sort of write that down is pretend that you are showing this product to a customer in store, right? Whether it's a shirt or a pants or whatever. And what are what, what would you say to them, right? How would you talk to to mm. that person? Um, I think that's probably one of, and you can record this. You just hit record button and just start going through your products and you can, um, 
what is the word I'm looking for? Transcribe. Trans transcribe, yeah. Transcribe all that and boom, there you have all your product descriptions that you need, or at least the beginning, right, of, of those product descriptions. And the reason why we say this and doing it like this is because you will get those words that you typically use when you're talking to a customer in store, which should be the same words and the same language that you use when you're selling them on your website. That's mm -hmm. what the buyer is going to look for. It's going to be, um, you know, if, if they use words like crappy or sucky or whatever, you know, like <laughs> this kind of slang type words, then you should be using those slang type words to to describe uh, the products, um, you know, comfy and and all these all these things that you would typically um, use in your vocabulary day in, day out. So um, to start off, I would say do that, you know, just record yourself showing this product to a customer. And that should be the, the baseline for your product description. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15 minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training. Yeah. And I think, so the best product descriptions that I've seen too, uh, you kind of alluded to it earlier is the, I like to know the the size of the, the person uh, who's wearing it and then the size that they're wearing as well, just because... Uh, for me, example, for example, like if I'm buying a pair of shoes, uh, I want to know the kind of the, the height of the person. I would love to know the weight of the person because uh, specifically with shoes, it's like, uh, well, this is great for somebody who's 110 pounds or 120 pounds, but like it's somebody who weighs a little bit more. Is this still going to have the same durability? Is it still going to be the same uh, type of product that you're you know, basically recommending? And what you get with a great product description is not only repeat customers, but you also save money on returns. And it's something that people don't talk about because um, a bad product description sometimes can convert somebody, right? If you do a good enough job with your advertising, if you do a good, good enough job with your photography and they don't look at the product description and there's nothing there and it just says like, hey, if it's true to size, cool. Okay, well, thank you. Um, I've even seen people that say like, uh, what is the acronym? It's like fit F T uh, FTS or something like that fits true to size and they don't even write it out. They just put FTS and just <laughs> expect people to know what that means and they still get sales. But the problem is a couple of days later after, right? So maybe 10 days later after they get the product and try it on, they're like, Oh, this wasn't what I expected return and return. And then if depending on your return policy, uh, which most people would probably be a whole another episode, it, the return policy is horrible. Uh, we've gotten used to an Amazon and just really good, great customer service for free returns. So the return policy is horrible and then they'll just never buy from you again. So you spent 20, 30, $40 to acquire the customer. They spent a hundred dollars with you. They, they want the hundred dollars back and now they'll never buy from you again. And so it's just a bad customer experience. And I know we're kind of going on a, a whirlwind here, but it, it really does all start with the product description because they would have maybe picked a different item in your store than the one that they had now and would have had a better experience and could have told a friend and you just never know that adds up over time you start getting hundreds of customers and bad product description really could um, affect your business long term so um, that's just for me right that one of the benefits of uh, a good product description in, in the bigger picture yeah I and mean, i think that uh, 
something to take into consideration we kind of talked about the um more the potentially the look and feel of, of the product but then also talking about more of the those technical details like the benefits uh any product specifications um all those things that um people typically tend to look for when it comes to products especially uh, like materials uh, that's that's like a, a pretty big one um i know like as of recently um i've been trying to look into t-shirts that are 50% polyester 50% cotton because i found this t-shirt that i really liked and i really liked the, the fit and the, and the feel of it and when i looked at the tag that's what it said so now i'm like anytime i look at shirts i'm looking in their tags and seeing like what the blend is right so those things are important for for the customer and even if um let's say that you're just you know selling t-shirts online and you have designs um even if you don't have necessarily a, a crazy new revolutionary uh process to create these t-shirts um it's still important to talk about um you know the, the brand of the shirt that you're using the 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 blend of materials that you're using for the shirt the process whether it's screen printing or you're hand painting right all these things are important for the customer so even if in your mind you're thinking oh well duh like that's just a, a given right mm -hmm. like that's just how we do it and no like it doesn't really matter but to the potential buyer it does matter it does matter how you know where the shirts where the clothing comes from how it's made uh, who's making it um, all these things will help you create better product descriptions yeah. And I mean, that's such a good point too, is, uh, we think back to the way that you actually shop for something. Now, if you don't shop too much online, probably ask somebody else, or if you're, in the, if you're, if you're a clothing store and you, and you don't shop online, you're, it's probably not in your line of business. So I don't want to, I don't know. Uh, it's probably a little bit harder than, uh, you just wear your own clothes, I guess, but, um, or ask somebody, but I've, I have seen product descriptions. <laughs> Christian's making a weird face. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to understand, like, if you own a clothing store, you probably buy stuff online. You, or you, and I, then I was thinking out loud, I was like, well, maybe they buy their own clothes from their own store, but I'm still certain that they buy from other places too. Um, so you know what you look for uh, in a product description and what you look for for photography. Um, you look, you know what you're looking for. Um, as far as like what you, you enjoy, Christian's looking for the 50% nylon or what is it? Would you say 50% uh, polyester mm. um, versus 50 and 50% cotton? I am actually curious about that myself too. But uh, one thing that I have seen work against people um, and is having a good product description and going all out on that and then again i keep going back to photography but then they use stock photography or it is only the picture of the product um i'm a big proponent of saying that there should be a human involved there um and it should be your ideal customer uh who is wearing that for example if you go from a small um all the way up to a large then that maybe it's the same person but if you switch from a large to like a 3x or whatever like the person in the photography should change um and then the product description should uh, focus on that as well. I should talk about, hey, this is from size small all the way to 3X, and then uh, it should also show like more about that person as well. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it's just it's that with the compli uh, complementing it with the product description is what will make the product actually sell. Um, we're talking about one specific, and I'm just thinking again out loud here, is that we're talking about one specific product and if you have 50 or 100 products, it's like it's somebody's full-time job just to have great product descriptions. But And I can see why it's hard. 
but it's also why some brands really make it and don't, some don't. And I think it comes down to um, just getting that sale in it. I think the final, one of the final things before adding to Cardam actually making a purchase is the product description. And if you don't do it, it's, uh, you know, there's a, I don't know, feast and famine basically. Yeah. And I think that I uh, also want to talk briefly about maybe some, some things to, to avoid when it comes to just that written product description. Um, I, I guess do's definitely use sensory words, right? The, the comfy, the cozy, the soft, if you have something that's crunchy, crunchy. Um, <laughs> so using those, those sensory words are, are definitely things that, um, will engage, um, their brains, right. And, and the way that they read, um, it's definitely going to be a, a, a smoother experience for them. Um, something that you shouldn't do is use things like this is the best shirt created on the planet, like, or this is the softest, like don't do those things because that just comes off as just insincere or, I mean, they know that that's not the softest blanket or shirt or jeans that they've ever worn. Um, so don't go that route. Um, but do try to describe what the product feels like, right. When you're, when you're wearing it. Um, I think that that is something that's important. Absolutely true. Um, I think there's so much here. Uh, this may be like an encore episode in the future or something, like I said, that we add to our lookbook or maybe even a YouTube video. Um, I think that's really all we have for this episode. If you guys need more on this, if you have more questions about that, um, a great place for you to check out is uh, Instagram. Just shoot us a DM and we are very responsive there to have one-on-one conversation. Um, but also if you are somebody who wants something more visual and you like to actually see people walking through, um, and maybe something, uh, once we get some answers anyway, maybe Christian does some walkthrough of like good product descriptions and behind the scenes on some Shopify stores. Um, and you could check that out on YouTube. So if you're one individual, if you're over on YouTube and want something like more hands-on and, um, a little bit more in depth than just uh, audio on the podcast, then you need to go over to YouTube, uh, at BitBranding. Everything's over at BitBranding. And uh, make sure you subscribe there because that's where we put out at least two videos every single week to grow clothing stores. So um, great location, great spot for you guys to grow. I think that's it. Yep. All right, guys, have a great week. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBranding and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.